The thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyal Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen all right come with me to the book of revelation 21 verse 5 and he that sat upon the throne said behold i make all things new somebody say i make all things new i make all things new god makes all things new so that is what we use to announce this season we call it the season of newness in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19, it says, Do not remember the former things, neither consider the things of old. For behold, I do a new thing. Somebody say, I do a new thing. God will do new things in your life. 2021 new things will be done in your life. Not just new things, but exciting things. Amazing things. Shout a better amen. God does new things. He does new things. On the first night, we touched on some of the new things God does. We said that among the many things God does, he gives a new mind. Somebody say a new mind. Be renewed in your mind. God gives a new life. He gives us a new life. God gives us a new language. He says, and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall speak with new language. May God give you a new language. Some of us, we have been speaking the language of sickness, the language of defeat, the language of failure for a long time. But in this phase, I see you sing a song of victory. I see you speak a language of victory. I see you speak a language of faith. Shout a better amen, someone. Shout a believing amen, someone. But what we want to focus in in this service is the fact that God gives a new name. Somebody say, God gives a new name. Isaiah chapter 62 verse 2. Isaiah 62 verse 2. He says, The Gentiles shall see your righteousness, and all kings thy glory, and thou shalt be called by a new name. Somebody say, I'm called by a new name. He said, Thou shalt be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will name. Listen. Some of you, some people have named you. Situations have named you. Your parents have named you. Sickness has named you. Finances have named you. But I came to announce to you in this service, God is putting his real name on you. What is God's name on you? If you are poor, he says you are rich. If you are sick, he says you are healed. If you are a sinner, he calls you a saint. Somebody say, I have a new name. You may not feel like your new name, but that is who you are. Because that's who God says you are. God gives us a new name. Somebody say, God gives us a new name. And by the way, every time God gave someone a new name, that name was better than the previous. That's why I know that this phase of your life shall be better than the previous. I said this phase of your life will be better than the previous. There are two important facts I want us to establish about names. Names are powerful. I'm teaching on a new name for a new life. A new name for a new life. 
Somebody say a new name for a new life. You cannot live a new life with an old identity. If you must live a new life, you need a new name. When a child is born, the child is given a new name. That's why when you were also born again, you were given a new name. Before you got born again, they called you a sinner. But when you got born again, you became a saint. Before you got born again, you were deemed as unrighteous. But when you got born again, just like every new child is named, God gave birth to you and he puts a name upon you. And the name he puts on you is that you are an overcomer. The name he puts on you is that you are a righteous person. The name he puts on you is that you are more than a conqueror. Somebody shout, I'm more than a conqueror. God gives us a new name and we need to appreciate that names matter. Somebody say names matter. That's the first thing I want you to appreciate about names. Names matter. Some people think that names don't matter. Names matter. Maybe you have seen it written behind somebody's car. Names do not matter. Go and tell the driver, if you know him, that names matter. Turn to your neighbor and say, names matter. Names matter. Names matter matter a big deal. Your name is like a personal brand. There are names that open doors. There are names that closes doors. If you say you are a Jezebel, I'm telling you, marital doors will be close to you. You are looking for somebody to marry and then the person says, let's go out and he's engaging you. What's your name? Say, I'm Jezebel. Uh, the lunch will be over. If it's dinner too, he will close it. Why? Because nobody wants to hang around a Jezebel. I'm not communicating at all. Can you imagine you are looking for somebody to hire as an accountant and the person who applies, you ask him what his name is. Say, I'm Judas. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Names matter. Turn to your name and say, names matter. Nobody wants to hire a Judas. No. If a Judas could steal from Jesus, you are not Jesus. So you can be sure that your account is already gone. Names matter. The Bible says in Proverbs 22 verse 1, a good name is rather to be chosen. Somebody say rather to be chosen. There are many choices people make. And unfortunately, one choice most people are not deliberate at making is the choice of a good name. We choose where to work. We choose where to stay. We choose where to live. We choose many things. But one of the most important choices the Bible says you can make is to choose a good name. A good name must be chosen over money. If they call you as somebody who is diligent and faithful, it's better than somebody who is truant and unreliable. Am I communicating? Skillful. They say, ah, the guy is very skillful, but you can't trust him. The skill has been negated by the lack of trust. So it's always important we appreciate that a good name is critical. A Danish philosopher said, the right name is an advertisement in itself. The right name, the right name, the right name, the right name. If you say you are Kufo, first, the first person they ask, are you committed to President Kufo? Am I communicating? Meet a white man who says he's Clinton. Ah, are you, do, do you know President Clinton? Are you connected anyway? No, I mean, immediately, the right name is an advertisement. You can go and look for a job. Medical school, oh, those days, medical school. And even now, now a lot of things have changed, but even now, when you are going for medical school interview and you mention your name and your father has been through the system before, the moment you mention your name, the interview, your own part will be different. People have gone for interviews and instead of being drilled, they were accepted yeah. because of the name they wore. In this dispensation, your name will open great doors for you. Yeah. While other people leave the interview crying, other people come out laughing because they didn't ask him any questions. They just said him tea. How are you? Is everything okay with you? That's all. Why? Because a good name is at work. 
a right name. The best inheritance you can leave for your children is a good name. It's not a house. If you give a house, it can collapse. Some windstorm can bring it down. If you give money, the banks, men's gold and uh, JN Bank and other things in our country, I've seen it. It's not just in our country. Even in advanced economies, well-established businesses have collapsed because these are things that do not last. They can fail. But when you leave the legacy of a good name, no matter what, it will still be opening doors. I see you come up with a good name. Listen, never deceive yourself and say it does not matter. Hear me. Your name is a personal brand. You, your name. If they say Edo, Edo is a personal brand. So you have to make sure that Edo becomes a powerful name. Am I communicating? Yeah, you are called Afuakwa. Make Afuakwa a powerful name. Ope, make it a powerful name. Adakwa. Because Bahamas is to be able to access some things for you. Praise God. Don't just go through life and think that it doesn't matter. You may not have been born with a good name, but you must have a dream to leave a great name for your children. Am I communicating here? Leave a great name for your children. Some of us, the reason why we have struggled through life and suffered for so long is because of the bad name we inherited. You inherited a bad name. That name, it cannot even sell pure water. Listen, names matter because that is the question you'll be asked all the time. That's the number one question. Do you know that? That's the first thing. If you meet anybody, what's your name? That's the first thing. So if that name is bad, how will you answer it? There are some people, when they ask you, what is your name? <laughs> I am so, so, so. Yeah. There are other people, when you ask them their name, all of a sudden, it's like they've forgotten their own name because their name is not powerful enough. Listen, you won't forget your name. You will pronounce your name with confidence. From this day forward, you say your name with boldness. Shout a better amen. amen. I said, number one, names matter. Names matter because when God wanted to give a great reward to someone who did the work for him, imagine that somebody has done an amazing work, great work for God, and God wants to reward the person. Imagine the kind of reward God will give the person. If he were you, what reward would you ask for? I know some of us will ask for a house. You want uh, 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 maybe the whole airport hills. They should give it to you. Lord, you want to, you want to honor me? Hey, Lord, give me airport hills. You can add a circle to it. And if you are aware travel, you ask for the beautiful estates in California, Beverly Hills and Los Angeles. Those are the things you, you, know, you really want or you want some great place in Paris. That is what we want. But you know what? The only wise God when he gave a project to someone to do and the person finished, imagine the reward God gave. God gave the person the reward of a name. In the book of Philippians 2, verse 5, Philippians 2, 5, the Bible said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, taught no reproach to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a man and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death on the cross. Wherefore, somebody say wherefore. wherefore. Wherefore, God also had highly exalted him and given him what? A car. He gave him Bentley. He gave him a, a Jaguar. He gave him a house. Oh, talk to me. What did he give him? A name. He gave him a name. Glory. Glory, 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 glory. 
He gave him a name that is above every name. Now, do you know if houses, eh? There are houses and there are houses. So if they give you a house today, tomorrow somebody will build one that is modern than your own. But this name is above every name. Above every name. When it is a bigger name, ah, yeah, yeah, above every name. That was God's great reward. You know, when you were redeemed, God did not make you a partaker of Adam's blessing. You know, when God made Adam, he blessed him. Let us make man in our own image. And he blessed, God said, let's bless man. He blessed man. But when God redeemed us by the New Testament, he decided to link our blessing to our father Abraham. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. And I checked again and I realized that God did not do that by accident because Adam didn't have a good name. The name Adam has is that he sold our birthright and our identity. He listened to his wife and sold the destiny of humanity to Satan. That is Adam's legacy. Am I communicating here at all? That's Adam's legacy. The reason why Jesus had to come and suffer the way he has come to suffer is because of Adam. That guy was reckless. <laughs> Praise God. He was a very wicked guy. <laughs> yeah. Adam. God said, no. I'm going to redeem you, Galatians. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having been made a curse for us. For curse is every man that hanged on the tree. Look at verse 14. That the blessing, that what? The blessing of who? The blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Somebody say, I am a partaker of Abrahamic blessings. Yes, I am a partaker. You are a partaker of Abrahamic blessings. He says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Everybody who believes in Christ automatically becomes a shareholder in Abraham's blessing. Do you know the components of Abraham's blessings? It had many components. But one key component of Abrahamic blessing is a great name. It's a great name. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. Genesis 12. He says, And the Lord said, Get thee out of thy father's house. Go unto a land which I will show you. And there I will bless thee. And verse 2. He says, I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. I declare to you, your name shall be great. In the name of Jesus. As a seed of Abraham, you carry a great name. You will manifest your great name. Shout a better amen. amen. Shout a better amen. amen. So, number one, names matter. Somebody say names matter. Names matter. I mean, from the, the, the things I've just shared with you, you are seeing that names matter. If you thought less of names before, begin to think highly of names now. Don't give birth and then just say, anybody at all say, funny to me. Then you also agree, then you put the child. No, no, it's, 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 don't be foolish. Yeah. Because you have to know the person you are naming the child after. If the person is one big fool, so your child will become. Nabal is his name, and Foley is with him. You have to be careful. There are some of us, when we do naming and outdooring, any big man at all, we just call him because he will give some small money. As if he's the one who is going to carry the child through investing level. Some small money will come and dash you. And this and after that, you may not even see the person again. You are going to pay university and all of that by yourself. Then this child will now be, be calling by somebody who has no reputation, no character. All, all he has is money. Listen, money is not everything. The Bible says a good name must be chosen. Am I communicating here? Don't just name your child. Some of us, people literally buy our children and put their names on them. They'll use money. Don't sell the birthright of your child. There were times where people wanted to put wrong names. God intercepted. 
Because names matter. Somebody say names matter. Yes. Say names matter. Yes. Names do not just matter, but God also gives new names. Because names matter, God gives new names. In scripture, we saw many names that were changed. About 36 or so names were changed in scripture. But some of them were significantly done by God himself. And those are the ones I want to touch. Because our text says, And you shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will name. There are names that sometimes we take upon ourselves. And there are names that God himself puts on us. And I know that as a church, we have come to a phase where God is putting his own name on us. Amen. Somebody shout a better amen. amen. Shout a better amen. amen. God gives name to people. Abraham. He used to be called Abraham. Abraham means exalted father. But God changed his name. He said, you are no longer going to be called exalted father. I'm going to make you a father of multitudes. So you are moving from Abraham to Abraham, father of multitudes. I see you becoming a father of multitudes. Amen. You become multi father of multitudes. Amen. Sarai became Sarah. From being a princess, she became a mother of princess. Don't you like it? You are princess is just you. When you die, you are gone. But mother of princess, that is a nation. I see God make greatness out of you. Shout a better amen. A man had an encounter with God and fought God, fought God hard. When God was about parting with him, he actually asked for a blessing. And I was surprised that a man would ask for a blessing and God would pronounce a name. Praise God. It just shows you the power in a name. Jacob said, bless me or I will not let you go. Then the man asked, what is your name? Somebody say, what is your name? What is your name? That's all he did. What is your name? What is your name? Because, listen, because the problem with Jacob was a name challenge. It was a name challenge and he had to be settled. As for blessing, he stole his brother's blessing. Blessing was not the first time the man was new to blessing. The name of his father had been pronounced upon him. Isaac invoked the name of his uh, uh, father, Abraham. And use it to pronounce blessing on Jacob. But Jacob was still a struggler. Why? Because the name Jacob was a, a hindrance. The name Jacob will not release him into his destiny. The name Jacob always made him an outcast. What is your name, Jacob? You know who a Jacob is? A cheat. A supplanter. A heel cutter. That is not a name anybody wants. A deceiver. Supplanter. You know, what's your name? I'm a deceiver. Hi, yeah, yeah. You are looking for a wife. You tell a lady, please, sir, what's your name? I'm a deceiver. Ha, yeah, 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 yeah. So you are out to deceive me, eh? Bye-bye. Thank you. We'll meet again. That was Jacob. That was Jacob. Listen, in the course of the year, as God gives us opportunity, we'll look at another dimension of this. How Jacob moved from one level to another by the change of his name. Praise God. By the change of his name. It changed everything about him. Peter. Peter, there was one person in scripture who was very rash with his words and with his behavior. It was Peter. Peter was just so unstable. Peter could not sit. You give him chair. Two minutes he's standing. Peter was that rash. The matter that does not concern him, he will speak. His name was Simon. Simon means reed or something that is shaking, something that can easily be blown. So Peter was being blown left, right, center. You remember 
at the Jerusalem Council, they know that he was the first person who went to visit Cornelius and imparted the decision. But this man again shifted position and came back to the law position. He was a shifting person, very unstable, unstable as water. You shall not excel. You will be stable in your life. Listen, some of us, the only thing we need to succeed in 2021 is to bring stability in our lives. Stability in your prayer life. Stability in coming to church. Stability in studying the word of God. Stability in giving. That alone can change your life permanently for good. I'm not communicating somebody at all. That's all you need. And Peter needed that. So Jesus looked at him and said, Peter, right now, as you are with me now, you are unstable, but you know, I don't look at your present, I look at your future. And in the future, I'm going to build a church upon you as a solid rock. So your name must change now from being Simon to Peter, a rock upon which the revelation of the church will be built and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Now listen, I don't care. I don't know your identity. People think that you'll be on and off. Things will be like this, unstable, unstable job, unstable relationship, unstable marriage, unstable finance. But I declare to you in this season, this is your season of stability. This is your season of permanence. God is bringing stability into your life. God is bringing permanence into your life. Shout, I believe him. In the New Testament, God gives us a new name. Somebody say a new name. Now listen, let me tell you. The book of Genesis begins with change of names. And do you know? So the Bible actually begins with name change. And then it ends in name change. In Revelations, he says, he will give us a new name which the hand of the Lord himself shall write. Praise God. So, we see name change is very significant. It's something that begins the Bible and ends the Bible. Praise God. How significant is a name? A name is significant for three reasons. One, a name connects a person to his or her previous generation or uh, uh, the person's ancestry. A name connects a person to his or her previous generation. We see that Zacharias. The Bible says in Luke chapter 1 verse 59 to 61. And it came to pass that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child. And they called his name Zacharias after the name of his father. And his mother answered and said, not so, but he shall be called John. And they said unto him, there is none of thy kindred that is called by this name. Somebody says none of our kindred. In other words, you should be given a name that is connected to someone in our lineage or our ancestry. That is the first thing. The second thing is that a name gives us an idea or background knowledge about the circumstances that were present at the time a child, a person was born. A name gives us an idea. For instance, in, the, in Akan, Eda, you are there. If I'm wrong, please do well to correct me. In Akan, I know that there are some names that are really no names. Like Bedu. Bedu is like, it's, it's like the temp child. The temp child, right? Uh-huh. And sometimes there are people who are also giving names. The parents sometimes, when they give birth, the child dies, the child dies, and then they give some names. Do you remember any of such names? What? what? Kwansama. Osama. Kosama. It is well. Anto. 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 Abebio. Good. Good. Thank you. Great. Wow, there are traditionalists here. Put your hands together. Now, listen. There are people, they call them Ababio. Ababio means one who went and has come back. That's what it means. And to me, someone 
who didn't meet the parents. So like, for instance, a child who loses the mother and the father at birth. That is an anto. You see, so sometimes you, you see, you understand what I'm saying? Are you learning something new today? So those of you who are thinking of giving unto to your children, change. The circumstances around a child's birth. Jabez, the mother conceived him out of pain. We don't know the circumstance of the pain. Whether the man who impregnated her, jilted her, or they, they did, they attempted abortion and the woman died, whatever. But the woman was so pain. He said, you will be called pain all your life. And all his life, he lived with pain. Everywhere he turned pain. Everywhere he turned disappointment. And I speak prophetically to anyone. Anyone that has been wrongly labeled demonically, spiritually. Any wrong name now has been placed upon your life. That is stagnating your destiny. Slowing down. This morning I stand in this prophetic exalted altar. And I declare it's revoked. In the name of Jesus. I reverse it in the name of Jesus. The name you have been given is not superior to the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is exalted above every name. And you have run into the name of the Lord and in the name of the Lord you are safe. And that is why I declare prophetically by faith that name is reversed. In the name of Jesus. Please take your seat. Somebody was called Ichabod. The glory is departed. The glory is departed. Everywhere you went, the glory is departed. Now, imagine your name is the glory is departed. It means shame is what is with you. If the glory goes, there are two things. You are either walking in shame or glory. So if glory is gone, permanently, you live a life of shame. Sikena. Oh, 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 thank you. Thank you. There are some people, they are called Sikena. It means money is hard to get. And they, are, they will be broke. If your name is Sikena, money is hard to get. How will you get it? Yeah, somebody who came to fight. You'll be fighting all the time. <laughs> yeah, dear, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Praise God. Yeah, so, so listen, you need to have a revelation of your name and allow it to influence your life. Yeah. Don't just accept any name. It may be a natural name, but if it, it doesn't communicate what you represent in Christ, you can change it. Thank God for affidavit. You can change it. Am I communicating here? You can change it so that now you belong to a new generation and your name can be sanctified. Can somebody say an amen? amen? And then, of course, number three, which is what I'm interested in today. A name is a prophetic pointer. Somebody say a prophetic pointer of a person's future. That's a name. A name is a prophetic pointer. Uh, Matthew 1 verse 21. And he shall bring forth a son. And you shall call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sin. That is a prophetic pointer. When you hear Jesus, you have met the savior of men from their sins. That's a prophetic name. When you hear Abraham, you are not looking at an ordinary man. You are looking at a father of nations. That is why many centuries have come and gone. And yet, today, almost all the religions in the world, everybody wants to trace their source in Abraham. Why? Because God spoke it. You will be a father of many nations. He didn't have any child, but prophetically, that's who God had made him. Am I communicating here? 
Simon became a rock. You remember on the day of Pentecost when everybody was threatened, Peter stood up and said, hey, I used to be Simon. I used to be a reed. I used to be shaking. But let me tell you all, we will rather obey God than men. The season has changed. I'm no more Simon. I'm now Peter. A rock, a solid rock that you can trust. One that you can build your life upon. I'm not communicating here. Why? The season has changed and you have become a new person altogether. Four benefits of a great name. Four benefits of a great name. One, a great name opens doors. Somebody say, it opens doors. Say, it opens doors. Abraham sent his servant, Eliezer, to go look for a wife. And when he went, he did not mention his name. And let, let, me, let me give you this wisdom. When you have a great name around you, and you have the opportunity, use it. There are some of us, sometimes God gives us a great name. And not necessarily you, or, but he can give somebody close to you a great name. And you can write on that name. And you say, I'm trying to build my own. You are a fool. Praise God. Write on his own and branch off and build your own. I'm not communicating. That's it. Wisdom. Sometimes when you marry and your father's name is bigger than your husband's name, Mr. Husband, don't be a fool. My, you, my, drop your father's name. Drop your father's name. Listen, if you drop your father's name, how big is you, your own name? Your wife's father's name, if you allow it to be added to your own, it can open doors for you and take you very high, fast. And when you get to that very high place, you cannot drop that name. Now, at this your ground zero level. You want her to drop the name because you are proud. I want, to be, I want you to be. Listen, don't be a fool. Walk in wisdom. When Eliezer went, you know what he said? He said, I'm Abraham's servant. He didn't say, I'm Eliezer. I'm Abraham's servant. I am Abraham. Because if you had mentioned Eliezer, he said, which Eliezer? From where? <laughs> but he said, I'm Abraham's servant. They say, yeah. You, we don't know. Abraham, we know. You see? In the name of uh, uh, Jesus Christ, whom Paul preached, he said, listen, stop that nonsense. Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? Praise God. So there are things that do not know. Demons don't know you as a fuaka. They know the name of Jesus. So when you invoke the name of Jesus, they must flee. They don't know anointing oil. They know the name of Jesus. That's why no matter how you fry yourself in oil, if it is not done in faith and in the name of Jesus, you are wasting your time. You are wasting your time. The authority and the power is not in the oil, it's in the name. Am I communicating? And in as much as you can apply the oil and invoke the name, the name alone can work by itself without the oil. Am I communicating here? Get this straight. The name is... We live in a generation where Christians are living their lives with anointing oil as if we are occultic people. Everywhere we are going, we are carrying something. I'm telling you, if the anointing oil is not with you, you don't feel anointed. huh? <laughs> if you have to use it as you are prompted, it's okay. But don't believe the anointing oil more than you believe Jesus. The Bible said, in my name, you will cast out devils. In my name, you will lay hands upon the sick and they will recover. I'm not communicating somebody at all. That's critical. It opens doors. Look at what Jesus said about his name. In uh, John 16, 23, he said, in that, in, in that day, you will ask nothing in my name. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, whatever you ask, it will open the door. Open the door. Open the door. Open the door. A great name opens doors. Somebody say it opens doors. 
First Samuel chapter 25, verse 5. David sent his men because he knew God had given him a great name. First Samuel 25, verse 5. David sent out ten young men, and David said unto them, Young men, get up and go to Camel, and go to Nabal, and greet him, Amen. That's why David was furious when this guy misbehaved. And that's why this guy is called a fool. Because it's only a fool who refuses to respond to a great name. Only fools refuse to respond to a great name. When a great name enters an auditorium, if you are wise, you will stand on your feet. Am I communicating here? Yeah, you will stand. You stand. Nabal, he said, greet him in my name. This is David, a man God handpicked and made him among the great in Israel. This is David. And circumstances had brought him to a place where you, Nabal, who is one of his, sub his subjects soon, one of his subjects soon, he had potentially, you could become a cabinet minister in David's uh, uh, government. But this guy was not sensitive. That's why he was a fool. Nabal was not spiritually sensitive. Nabal was not wise to respond to greatness. He says, Nabal, great Nabal in my name. Why? Because the name was supposed to open doors. Great names opens doors. I see doors opening to you. Amen. Great names gives you speed. Somebody say speed. A great name gives you speed in life. Great name. It gives you speed in life. It opens certain opportunities for you. When Solomon wanted to build a temple, his father's name and uh, relationship with uh, Hiram opened us for that to happen. A great name brings wealth. Somebody say it brings wealth. Say it brings wealth. Listen, wise people put a good name ahead of money. Yeah. If you are doing business, particularly those of you in business, to be seen as a trusted business person is better than to be seen as a millionaire overnight. If you are a millionaire but people don't see you as trustworthy, it's a matter of time. You lose everything you have. But if you don't have anything but all you have is your trust and fidelity, it can open great doors for you in business. Africans sometimes will lose great opportunities and we do so because we cannot be faithful. There are a lot of whites who are not born again. I'm not saying every white. But they have learned to be faithful. And they, they excel by reason of uh, the, that, that commitment to be honest and truthful. Yeah. You collect somebody's money. You say, I'll give it to you two days time. Two days time, send the money. If you can't send it, go to him and say, please, I promise two days time. I had a challenge. Please pardon me. Give me two more extra days. Am I communicating here? What you are doing is that you are protecting your name. Next time, if you are in need, even if that person has to borrow, he will do that for you. He will do that for you. I met a, a brother sometime back and he needed some assistance. So I spoke to somebody to assist the person. And he committed to bring the, the money at a certain time. I, I was surprised when he brought it almost two weeks ahead of the time he planned to bring it. He brought it two weeks ahead. I said, wow, this is the kind of person I want to have as a church member. Praise God. Because that is a kind of businessman who will go into, uh, uh, who will go very far. Very far. I know if I recommend him, he will have this business. I'm not complicating here. So get it straight. It brings wealth. A lot of people put in their heart, in their quest to make money, they do all kinds of things. No. Build your brand. 
build, it takes time to build a good name. I'll show you how to build a good name. It takes time. It doesn't come overnight. It doesn't come overnight. It takes time. Whether it's a church name, whether it's a personal name, it takes time. If you look at giant churches that are doing well, there is none of them except the people are not genuine. But there is none of the strong churches doing well that is not more than 20 years. Almost all of them, they've been around and they've been consistent for a long time. Am I communicating here? And then, of course, number three, a great name empowers you to be a blessing. Somebody say, empowers you to be a blessing. You see, as a seed of Abraham, you have not been called just to be blessed. You have been called to be a blessing. Somebody say, I'm called to be a blessing. Say, I'm called to be a blessing. Yeah. He said, I will bless thee. I will make a great nation out of you. I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. You shall be a blessing. God wants you to be a blessing. The ultimate of God's blessing in your life is to make you a blessing. You are called to be a channel and not a container. Somebody say, I'm a channel. channel. And not a container. The Bible said there is that that scattered and yet increase it. In 1 Timothy 6 verse 17, he says, Child them that are rich in this way. 1 Timothy 6 17. Child them that are rich in this way, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. 1 Timothy 6 17 all the way to 19. He said, Who giveth us richly all things to enjoy? Verse 18, he said, That they do good, that they be rich in good works. Ready to distribute. Somebody say ready to distribute. Willing to communicate. Those are the people God empowers with wealth. Are you ready to distribute? Once the money enters your hand, you are looking for the next thing to invest in. First place, distribute. Then the rest you invest. Am I communicating? Because the distribution, a lot of people don't know that the distribution in itself is the greatest investment. The greatest investment is the distribution. He said there is that that scattered and yet what? Increase it. Why do you invest? Because you want to increase. And scattering will position you for greater increases. Am I communicating here? Great names makes you a great blessing. Jesus was given a name that is above every name. And Jesus is a universal blessing. He's a global brand. Why? Because whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Whosoever, Muslim, white, black, Chinese, Indian, whosoever, in any part of us shall call upon the name of the Lord, the same shall be saved. Yeah, Acts chapter 4, verse 12. He said, There is no name under heaven given among men by which man must be saved except the name Jesus. Welcome into your new season. Welcome into your new identity. Welcome into your season of a new name. Shout, I believe it. Now listen, something prophetic is happening this year. And it's happening this week and next today. It has happened today. And next week, we will be unfolding it fully. I want you to put yourself fully into it. Maybe some of us, we, have, we are wearing some labels that God has not placed on us. Labels like poor. Labels like sick. Labels like childless. Labels like that. All of that. When God brings you into an organization, whatever happens in the organization is a reflection and a prophetic indication of what he wants to do with your life. And so as we come into this phase of our lives as a church, I want you to tap into it, whatever area, release your faith for it. This morning, 
I'm glad to let you know here and across all our churches that from next week, Sunday, we are rebranding and changing our church name. Put your hands together for the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. This is a name God himself has given. This is a name that God wired. I know he put it somewhere and we have been running on another tangent. But this is the time of discovery. And we want to function with God's will. When we begin to speak to you, you will appreciate that that is where we have been operating all this while. Although not under the name. And God has taken the cover off so we know the identity now. Our name changes from Faith House Charismatic Chapel to Embassy of Life Chapel. Embassy of Life Chapel. Embassy of Life Chapel. Pastor Afakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of this message and other messages as well as books by Pastor Afakwa, please call 540 or email us at faithhousechapel.yahoo.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services. Our first service, 6.30 a.m to 8 a.m. Our second service 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. At our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanama Ejakumar Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station Santata Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. God richly bless you.